What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Well, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the previous series that we covered on Church Hurt. But today, we're going to kind of circle back to how we began the podcast, and that was talking about mental health. We were talking about Ben's depression journey. I think we had five episodes of that? Uh, Yes. Five episodes. But it's been a while. There Uh, could be many more episodes, (laughs) but there's only five. (laughs) Episode sounds like a word maybe... Uh, oh, I've had episodes. <laughs> well, welcome, I've had those too. Well, welcome back to the podcast because we're going to get an update from Ben today on that journey, and I think he's got some very interesting and helpful things to share. And I'll piggyback on those things. So, Ben, take us away. Absolutely, thank you, sir. So, yeah, um, been kind of wondering for a while, you know, what to share because the last time that I left off. I don't know when was that. Was that an episode in? Was it December? I don't. I don't even know. I've lost. I've lost track. Uh, it would be helpful to be prepared, but uh, well, now I'm depressed. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, let's not have an episode during the episode. <laughs> so right. So, um, but yeah. So so whenever that was, I had I had crossed a lot of uh, bridges and and dealt with some uh, rejection issues and different things from multiple periods uh, in in life and. Um, so I've, I've been, you know, continuing to go, um, to, to see my therapist. She's wonderful. I like just going to have a scheduled conversation where it's not going to be about something work related or some family, this, or that it's just nice to have a conversation with someone that doesn't know any of the other, other side. And right. what's that old Toby Keith song? I want to talk about me. Yeah. You know, sure. well, you know, I'm paying a little for, sanguine moment, right? Yeah. But I'm paying for it. So I don't feel selfish, right. you know, enough, so, enough yeah. me talk right. about me. Right. Why don't you talk about me? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so, and then, you know, and visiting with her and we're, we're still moving along and, and basically what we've been watching for. And let me just say this about therapy before we, before we do that therapy's not a one and done thing. Nope. Uh, I've, I've been going for a year and probably close to a half now, just shy of maybe. And I I thought I would go for a month, month and a half, two months, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, that was not the case because I was like, oh yeah, man, I'll have this thing licked by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And, and the end of 21 came and it was like, oh boy, buckle up. Uh, and then, and then 20, uh, 2022 was a pretty wild ride for me. It was very, it was very productive and it's things that you don't know about. And this is, you know, I'm, 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 you know, middle-aged guy. I figure I've got a good handle on how life works, how the brain works. Uh, I don't know anything I know now. Um, and, uh, my wife has always enjoyed how much I know about not knowing anything, but, uh, so, um, but I working, working through with her, you know, I there I learned that there's going to be triggers. There's different things that that pop up, and I don't want to say that I'm triggered like social media that right. you know that that thing. Right. But it's 
something hits and like anxiety takes center stage and it's like, wow, well, what's happening? Why is this? Here we go again, kind of thought process. And so therapy is something that has been continual. And, um, and again, not to over dramatize that word or, you know, overemphasize that word or, to, you know, to cause on anything that's uncomfortable with people with therapy. I mean, a therapist shrink, you know, whatever. I know that's not the, no. you know, you're not supposed to call them shrink, but you know, Hey, they shrink my anxiety. So there you go. So, but therapy is, it's not a one and done process. You don't go get a, talk to them about something and get a prescription for a pill and everything's fine. It's you, you, you keep going and you talk about and you recover because you didn't get in the state that you were in overnight and you don't, you, you don't return to normal or hit the reset button overnight. And there, as you progress through different challenges of life and live some stages of life, there's some things that will, that will pop up. So um, I would encourage anyone that, that is, you know, on the fence about going to see a therapist or, you know, um, that, that has that as something that's on their radar, go into it with an open mentality. They are trained. And my therapist routinely checks in with me and says, would you like to back off the amount that you're coming? So they are not money grubbing and trying to, Oh, well, we need to talk about some more stuff. And right. you know, they're, they're not doing that. That's, that's right. actually against their code of ethics. Um, that, that, that they're aligned to in their profession. So, uh, that's, that's not something that you have to worry about. Well, that is a big part of the stigma, isn't it? Isn't that is people's perception of a therapist. Well, it often becomes a deterrent, not just their own, uh, lack of desire to have to have these conversations, but right. thinking now they're just going to take advantage of me. They just want more money. Sure. Know, da, 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 da. And it's part of not understanding the value, um, of how they help you through a process. Right. Because, you know, how many years, Ben, would you say your depression and rejection issues built up prior? How many years do you think it was that those things were compounding to the point where you reached a place where you thought, you know what, I need to go talk to somebody? 34. There you go. So when you think of it in that... That's a big number. Well, when you think about it, uh, it took that long for yep. these issues to to finally reach a point where it was like I probably should address this, yeah, because um, they were misidentified. Yes, for one thing, let's be clear: yeah. it's not that you were going. I know I have a problem, but by God, I'm not going. Right. It was misidentifying, misdiagnosing, perhaps the things you were experiencing. So once you go, the process starts. But the funny thing about the process, the process uncovers more than you ever thought was there. Right. And yeah. That, would you yeah. say that's true? Yeah, absolutely. And so rather absolutely. than it being an end, it's just a beginning. Yes. That so that that's it's the front part, and we begin as we go along. We realize, oh wow, yeah, yeah, that's an issue too. I probably should think about that. We we begin to discover more right. things that perhaps we've treated the same way that we treated our rejection issues or yep. anything like that. So <clears throat> I do think it's important people hear that because we're trying to coming from a divergent position here yes. uh, as we're trying to say um, this stigma about mental health we've got right. to see it come down especially in the church world especially oh, in yeah. the faith community because it's if we can label it especially if we can assign it yeah. to being only something that is a spiritual attack or oh, something gosh. to be addressed with that. now I'm not saying yeah. that that is not an element that sure. plays in sure, but sure. that we need to pull that stigma down we want to see people get well we want people to be healthy and people who are afraid or have shame yes. about saying, I'm, I'm struggling, 
with some yeah. mental health, they won't go. No, and that's and, and regrettably, and I don't want to overly dog on the church. Uh, it, it, I do that enough as it is, <laughs> but uh, it, it's rampant because <clears throat> the the stigma inside of church is you've got the extra the holy filter on there. It's like, well, I'm a Christian, so I don't I don't struggle with these things because um, I believe in the Lord and 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 what. And 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 what well, what are, what are what are you going to do with that? And and yes, you are connected to or what should be a the the source that you need. But I mean, use the stuff that you have around you. Exactly. And um, but I've I've seen it. And I've seen it firsthand where people that needed to be engaged in you know in some type of therapy, meeting with a counselor, just call it counseling, um, meeting with a counselor. Uh, and in, and no, they 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 would pull away from it. They would shirk away from it because if I go, and this is myself included, um, but I watched it happen to others. I'm like, oh, there should definitely be. And it was, uh, it, it, it they languished under the false pretense that somehow they were going to let people down, you know, because you've got maybe you're in a leadership position or a right. higher profile position. It's well, if I go, yeah. You know, then what does what does this do? Now here at at, at, at our church now, I, I lead a team, but I'm not in a position of leadership. I'm not on staff. You know, I don't, right. so I don't I don't have that. I don't have a staff uh, uh, position of, of leadership. Um, but um, I am connected very closely to the staff and the inner workings of the church. And I know that that's something, you know, here, uh, that it's not the same thing. And right. it's quite the opposite. There's well, a very, very healthy perspective. If you'll know the stigma has been reduced when someone hears that you're seeing a therapist, they don't look at you like you're broken. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or they don't look at you like something's wrong with you. This right. person's crazy. Yeah. Now let's be honest. Yeah. There are people certifiably crazy. That does happen. Oh, and there are, yes. there, you know, we have yeah. people with, all kinds of personality issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met three of them and one person the other day. There you are. So, but this is the process, right? It's you kind of have to process all of that right. just to keep going. So, I think it's helpful for people who may be listening to us today to understand that one of the ways we know we've addressed this issue of the stigma is that you hear that someone was seeing a therapist or someone went to a counselor, you don't immediately think, "Oh, I'm going to steer clear of them." Right? They might they they may be unstable. Now they might be unstable, but it might be for many other right. reasons than them yeah. going to a therapist. <laughs> so anyway, so are you talking to me right now? Not, is that okay. no? I have to so, look somewhere. This well, is a small room, right? right yes, room. yes. I understand. I understand. So well, so yeah. So that's um, that. That was kind of the, the the sidebar. But I'm glad we I'm glad we went down that path. Um, for me, I've had some some interesting things that could have. Um, that I kind of expected to set me off a little bit. And I was kind of pleased that they didn't. And I was really feeling good about myself. I actually started a new job in January. I've, uh, p- have put some of my construction efforts, um, on hold, uh, and, and kind of restructuring a couple of things there. And just, um, that was, that was the right season to, to, to do that. But going back to work for the man and mm-hmm. the last time I was working for the man, it concluded with some, some pretty substantial rejection issues. So, uh, it's kind of like um, the first date after a divorce. You know, right. I'm, I've I've got butterflies. I'm I'm puckered <laughs> up pretty good, and you know, my kids are like, "Well, good luck, Dad." And I'm like, "Shut You know, yeah, I'm, like, yeah, even, yeah. I'm headed out the door. I can't even you know form a sentence. But um, 
But yeah, so that took place in in, in January. We're we're a few weeks in now. It's going so well, and and, and I love it. And we got we got past those jitters. Um, in that same time, uh, shortly after I started, my wife and I went on our uh, annual vision retreat. That's what we call it. We just we go away. We we go up to uh, to Broken Bow, and we get away. Um, no no kids. We we take some time. We pray and we seek the Lord for for the year ahead. And so we were that we were we were doing that. And so I'm I'm going up there, and I'm feeling really good because, hey man, I just started a new job that should have all these little things that yep. should you know, yep. oh, what, what do I do? You know, and all this, all these things that could potentially, that that were concerning me that could go wrong or freak me out or a little bit. And it was okay. It was, and, you know, it was fine. Now we go up there. I'm, we've a mountaintop experience, literally, uh, you know, where, because <laughs> I mean, we're in the mountains, you know, but so we pray, you know, and, and, and God speaks as we get, we get our stuff, you know, for the year. And man, I am feeling good. I'm, we are, we pack up. I'm loading the car, you know, and, and, and Dina's, you know, she's, she's finishing up, you know, getting, getting her last little bit of clothes together and I'm just having, having the time. Right. And, um, I'm feeling good, but I am a little bit angsty cause I want to get on the road. We had some weather coming. Uh, it was supposed to turn nasty. We wound up dodging all of it, but I was like, I want to get on the road. I want to get on the road. So we finally got on the road, but in moving around, I'd gotten a little bit, I was I was hot, you know, and so I got into the into the car and 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 our car when you when you turn on the air, it's not um it's not rude. You know, my truck, you turn the fan on and I mean it'll part your hair. Yep. Instantly. Yep. Push you back to the yes. back yeah, of the yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but That's my why wife's we have car, headrest. Yeah, right. Yep. But my wife's car is a little bit nicer about it, but it it thinks about it and it cools the air actually because I was was look it was setting the air conditioner, you know, and it it was thinking about it as it does. I mean, it's part of the process. So it takes a minute. And finally I reached down because I'm, I'm auto is no longer satisfying my, my need here. Mm-hmm. I need air. I need it now. We're going to max. Right. So I reached on turn on car. I pay for you. You, you, you're going to do what I say, you know, and I, you know, and Dina's like, okay, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Sorry. Just needed air. Thought I was going to lose it there for a minute. I, I'm reaching for the window switch at the same time. I'm yeah. like, I'm coming unglued. I have a little bit of claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to my therapist about that because I don't want to go there yet. Um, <laughs> but It's uh, coming. Right. Right. But so anyway, so we get past there. Now we're on the road. Ah, finally. And we're driving. Okay. And now Dean and I are going to do what people who have been holy for the last couple of days are going to do. We're going to make our grocery list for the week ahead, plan our meals and do, do whatnot. And we do that. And then, and then we say, Oh, you know what? We need to cook tonight. And I was like, Oh, you know what? I, I'd been playing around with some, uh, some different fish. I've got a, one of these, um, Blackstone griddles and, um, I like orange roughy and then uh sea bass. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, I've been wanting to get that dialed in. Great opportunity. We're going to be coming in. Plenty of time to go get the stuff. Yeah, okay. So, and she asks me, she said, do you want to cook or are you, do you feel the need to cook? Well, okay. what? Huh? <laughs> what? I heard the trigger pull. Right? I heard it. Yeah, you can That's feel so this. Funny. Right? And, and so I'm like, what the? <laughs> What do you, I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm 
fresh fresh off Holy Mountain here, yeah. and so I'm, we're censoring. Yeah. That's good. And, and construction's on pause, so the vocabulary's been really good lately. <laughs> uh, what do you if mean? If you know, you know. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you know, That's you know. We'll yeah. And she goes, no, no, it, it, it's very simple. You just seem a little bit angsty right now. And I was like, I am not angsty. You know, this is, I'm thinking this in, in your my most head. angsty yes, voice. Yes, and, it, and and my head is like getting ready to pop off, and I'm like, I am not angsty at all. I just needed some air, and I just needed to get on the road. And I, oh, I'm I'm angsty. Crap. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Well, how do I gonna get out of this one? Because, well, I I did want to cook, but I completely. I mean, I saw her perspective, but then now we spend the next hour. We didn't even finish the grocery list on the way home, man. So I we spend the next hour. Um, and I'm like, I just completely, I fall apart. I'm in this massive depression, depressed lump. And I'm like, I just, I didn't even see this coming. And I don't know how I've, I've just thought I was past this. So I have closed down a company. I have started working for another company. I've completely done a career shift and everything is good. But when my wife asked me if I want to cook fish or if I feel the need to cook fish, or cooked dinner, period, I can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I meant. <laughs> There's some triggers out there, and you don't even know they're coming, you know, and until uh, until you're picking yourself up off the floor, asking yourself the meaning of life while driving back from a mountaintop experience with your wife and the Lord. <laughs> well, you so, know, it's interesting, Ben, because I think our, uh, <clears throat> our perception is that we deal with something, we, we get some wins, yeah. Right. We're, we're, we want to measure, you know, our success, celebrate the wins. But in moments like that, what we realize is I'm still having buildups that I'm not dealing with. And then the least little thing will make them come out. Right. Right. So it's a, it's a wake up again. It's like, Oh, right. Oh, right. so stuff is still accumulating. Uh, but, but the, here's a, here's a win for you, Ben, you, right. you're recognizing it faster. And yeah. that's the progress. In other words, it's like that could have been a three-hour issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you 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 acknowledged what was happening much faster. Right. Yeah. Now we and so that allows you to get through it, and it becomes an added skill and an added tool in the toolbox for when those unexpected things. Uh, I was talking to you off mic how I I uh, had a toddler moment and skint my knee. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. So yeah, well, you know, I'm old. Yeah. The the issue of <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. I'm right. totally unaware of this skint right. need that I have going right now. Yeah. Um until I bump into something inadvertently. Yeah. And then I'm hyper aware yeah. Yeah, of yeah. the skin. <laughs> yes. Uh you know, and that's that's the kind of the thing. It's like having a bruise. It doesn't bother you until somebody touches it, somebody right. grabs it. Yes. Somebody, you know. So if it's even if it's in the healing process until it's really healed, it's going to be sore to the touch, right? Right. Yeah. So yep. some of our our <laughs> issues are like that, and <laughs> I yep. will tell you, you are not the only person on this planet who've had those kinds of discussions while in the vehicle with their spouse, right? On a prolonged <laughs> drive, and you're captive. You can't go anywhere. Right. No, there's yeah. none of this. I'm gonna just. You know, I'm going to go to the other room, slam the door, and yeah, cool no, off. no, no, you're stuck. You're you're in the car. You're I did I did think about trying to drive from you know st- go, sticking my head out the sunroof. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hang out. I'm going to get some air. Yeah, just just <laughs> by myself for a little while. Uh, but but my wife is so patient, and and she, um, 
and and she was was right there with me you know and, and people may think about this and go well that's just you know just kind of like an argument and, and no not not really it, it was it was my it was different yeah yeah and you knew and you knew it in that moment this is something yeah. else and so i'm i'm experiencing it but i'm also at the same time now uh which is something that i couldn't have done you know a few months ago looking at it simultaneously going what what's the problem here you know why am i why is this happening? And so I was able to turn pretty quick due to kind of the, the, the ability to have an outside perspective, you mm-hmm. know, looking in and going, okay, I see this happening, which again, like I said, it was something that a few months ago would, would not have been possible at all. But also, I mean, the patience of, uh, of my wife I and mean, she, you know, yep. Joe ain't got nothing, yep. you know, she lives with me. Yes. All right. So gotcha. that's, that's, that's harder. Um, but <laughs> I'm not sure Ben. That- well, that theologically it's harder than probably what not, Job went probably through. not, but for her sake, this person, yeah, so feels uh, hard, <laughs> right? So now in, in that, I, I didn't, I, I wouldn't tell you that I, I felt rejected, but it kind of poked on. Well, why wouldn't you want me to cook? She didn't ask that. No, it was she a fairly, was really very, very thoughtful question. It was of not wanting to make you feel pressure that you have yes. to cook. There are other options for us. We need to right. eat, but there are other options for us. Uh, but the fact that you heard it, right, it was is a reminder. So I, there's still some thinking in there. Yeah, I'm I'm getting tripped up by why did you even feel the need to ask that question? <laughs> well, have you heard you in the last few minutes? So, uh, so it was it was a very 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 fair question, um, and it you know, but it it was just it serves as a reminder of it can happen quick. You, you and you need to be and you need to be ready to, ready to deal with it. I talked with my therapist about it, and um, we it, it was just interesting to kind of hear, you know, because we we had some of the same actually some of the same dialogue, you know, that we've had about just the the perspective and and the recovery process. So that's why I say that uh, tying it back to what we were talking about in the beginning that therapy is not a one and done thing because this is a, a skill set, if you will, and it's a weird skill set to work on. Or at least it still seems weird for me, um, but it nonetheless a skill set that you work on to help resolve those issues that come come up in life. You would think that you have the skill sets to navigate life as an adult because you're an adult, but unless you've worked on those, mm-hmm. you don't have those skill sets inherently, and they can be built through a number of ways. But you know, while I might be good at managing people or business strategy or spreadsheets, you know, love all the nerdy stuff. I have those skill sets. I didn't have the skill set of dealing with rejection because it's right. not something that I ever worked on. And in fact, it was something that I ran, ran from. So rather than being, you know, a nearly 43 year old guy with skill sets to deal with rejection, I'm kind of a toddler, mm. you know, in that, and just now kind of getting some, some stability where I can walk on my own, own two legs and, right. and, and resolve those issues. So, it's it's something that requires some it's it's a maturing it's an internal maturing a mental maturing and 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 it's it it takes time it's also one of those things it's like any tool um it takes time to get good with it right to develop skill the first time i ran a skill saw it was interesting right um but with more usage i yep. i don't even have a thought anymore to just reaching up a, a skill saw which is a circular saw for those listening who don't have any idea what i'm right. talking about that you use to cut wood with, and it's handheld, uh, powered, 
and can be dangerous if you're not careful. A little bit. Uh, so, uh, but now if I need to use a skill saw and it's sitting on the ground, I need to and make another cut. I don't even think about it. Right. Because I've developed a proficiency with the tool. Yes. Um, but that came through usage. Yeah. It came through t- some time with it, becoming right. more comfortable with it. Same with a drill or a driver or right. any of these things. Right. Um, and I know it's not an exact parallel. I get that. But when we're learning how to deal with things that, cause stuff to come up in us and yep. you know those tools we'll call them skills and tools um a lot, some people call them coping mechanisms but that it doesn't always land where i'd like it to land it's more right. about learning what skill sets do i need what tools are available to me to keep my mental health going and growing and getting better yeah uh, and so it's it's the more you basically in the car had to reach for the skill saw. Yep. You know, uh, still figuring it out, but you were able to use it. Yeah. 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 So not completely that for a goofy off the world hey, analogy. I like that. I like that. It's, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Um, so just, just to kind of, you know, wrap, wrap this up a little bit and on my, my notes here, I have rejection comes in many forms. And for me, I've seen that come in, in a variety of forms. Uh, but it's been a consistent thing. The, the, the consistent aspect has been rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't, you don't fit in. You're not good enough. Um, we don't like you because, you know, just fill in the blank. Okay. Um, in the car, it's you're, you're angsty, you know, and no, I'm not. So I, I kind of feed into that as well. So these aren't, these aren't always baseless attacks. Right. 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 So you, there, there are, Things that you can do that are are maybe listening some of this you know um, response and and some of the stuff going on around you. But here's the other thing: is that rejection compounds, and it's not the only thing that that, that compounds in your mental and emotional um, uh, uh, bucket, if you will. Eventually, you're gonna it, it's gonna overflow. You you have to figure out a way to deal with that, to to drain that bucket, to resolve those issues. Or eventually, you're going to get squeezed, kicked, or whatever, and you're, it's going to it's going to spill out. And um, and you you could ask my wife. There things have been a whole lot better, you know, as far as me having you know melt meltdowns like I'm going into some type of blind rage, but just becoming mental you know, meltdowns. Yeah, yeah, mental, yeah, yeah mental meltdowns. Shutting off, yeah. going to a to a place, yep. not feeling well and about go, Going and staring at the tree in the backyard for a little while, you know, mm-hmm. alone. Um, and so th- those those issues have become far fewer. But now you ask me whether or not I want to cook, and it's you know I'm you know I need a couch to lie down on. So, right. Well, you know, it's interesting, um, Ben, because I like what you said there about rejection compounds. Uh, because what happens when it begins to compound, it's sometimes not actual rejection. It's just perceived because we've allowed things to compound that we now hear everything through that filter. Yep. We're hypersensitive to it and often a benign statement or an actually motivated for your best interest question can be perceived if we've allowed those issues to compound. Um, and that's when we sometimes get surprised right yep yeah well ben, oh, yeah. thank you for sharing that that i think that's helpful for people to know this is a journey it's a process 
uh, it can it can surprise you. Uh, yep. It can sneak up yeah, on you. Yeah, it can. Uh, and the this, but the significant thing, the takeaway from here, from my perspective, is the better we get at eliminating the stigma, so we can say, "Yep, that's thing, something I need to address." The healthier we're going to be, and the more we use the tools and the skills, the better at them we become. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you. We need to hear from you and what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear, what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at DivergentSense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.